It's time to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. In final hour, you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, YouTube, the Odyssey app, Trista Crick, Ryan Horvat, Nick Ashew. Bet MGM Tonight. Big first half for the Lakers. They're up 15. LeBron's the reason why, let's be honest. 31 points, four rebounds, four assists. Anthony Davis does have eight rebounds, but uh, those two of seven shooting and nine points, not really going to get it done. As Ryan said during the break, he's probably thinking like us and going, oh, yeah, he did. we're down 3-0. We don't, we don't have a shot in this. LeBron's the only one who thinks they got a shot. Yeah. I also think for, like, LeBron, it's about pride. It's about his legacy. And he knows that if they get swept, even though it's a team that got swept, everybody's going to crush LeBron. Like, I saw people on social media tonight uh, you know, if, if LeBron gets swept, I never want to hear his name in the Jordan goat conversation ever again. I mean, LeBron's 38 years old. This is season 20. He has 31 points at the half. He's carrying the team on yep. his back. He can't put this on LeBron, but I think his pride, it's not going to let him go down. Uh, it's, he's not going to get swept, man. Now I do think they get bounced game five. I'm trying to talk myself into the Lakers coming back and making this a series. I do think we get that game five money. Denver goes back home, probably blows them out because I mean, is this what it's going to take for the Lakers to win a game in this series? Is LeBron going to go, have to go out there every game and give him 31 points in the first half, and AD is going to be 2 of 7 from the floor? That's not sustainable. Uh, but I do think he'll make it fun tonight. Yeah, I agree. I think this thing goes 4, maybe 5. I still think Denver has a run in them. I really do. You know, they're not playing well right now, and they have all the tools that they need in order to make these large runs. They've been down in multiple third quarters before. They've been down double digits, and you look up, and they're actually – they've won by 15. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan and I just bet the Nuggets plus plus 11.5 at halftime, so a, a nice little run would be good. Lakers winning is good, but let's just get a nice little cover here, and uh, we'll go from there. So a lot of teams now, though, looking for head coaches. I, I – Still convinced that Joe Missoula is going to be out in Boston. I, I, I think that's the right move, and it makes sense. But who knows? I mean, I understand they're paying a lot of money to a lot of different coaches. But your Bucks, Ryan, we got Nick Nurse, Kenny Atkinson, and Adrian Griffin are looked at as the uh, the final candidates for that. Nick Nurse is going to be mentioned with every team. There's no odds right now. I've every place that has had actual coaching odds for the next you know next coach of this team, while well, they've all been taken down. JJ Redick was the favorite for a while to be the Sixers head coach, but. This is going to be probably one of the most rumor-filled, hard-to-predict coaching carousels because we have so many names that are available now, including Steve Nash, who you laughed at me when I said this guy could get another job. He is interviewing and talking to the Toronto Raptors about their head coaching vacancy right now. Which is I hope insane. it happens. I hope it happens. He's trash. Like, he really is trash. <laughs> Uh, he's maybe one of the worst NBA coaches we've ever had. I don't care what his winning percentage is. Like, he was not running an organized situation. He doesn't know what he's doing. You had Mike D'Antoni as his assistant. He quit within a year. Ime Udoka was there. He ended up gone after a year. Like, I, I can't believe that Steve Nash would want to be a part of anything uh, on the NBA side again from a coaching perspective. He makes a lot of money. He's still getting paid from the Nets. Like, you're still getting paid from the Nets. Why would you want to? Like, allow yourself to get paid by someone else and have to give up the money you're already getting to do nothing, hang out in Manhattan Beach with your kids and play soccer uh, in your backyard. 
Yeah, I agree. And that was a mess. I mean, the players like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving had no respect. Even when he got the job, remember the Kyrie quote? He's like, well, we don't really see Steve Nash as the head coach. We don't really have a head coach. Some nights, some Yo, nights that, maybe, you knew it right there. He's the head coach. <laughs> some nights, maybe Jacques Vaughn's the head coach. Some nights, maybe I'm the head coach. They just had no respect. You know what's crazy is like, I was talking about this today, like um, on a station in Wisconsin where it's like, you know who I would maybe want? I, I think Nick Nurse is obviously the best name on this list. Like, he has a championship. He has an NBA title. He beat the Bucks to get to the finals that year, and they completely shut down Giannis those final two games of that series. But I, I think maybe the best hire for Milwaukee, maybe Phoenix, maybe any of these teams, might be the guy that nobody's talking about. I mean, now they're starting to talk about him, but it's Kenny Atkinson. And if you look at, like, what yes. he dealt with in Brooklyn, right? Like, they were really competitive that second year that he was there because, you know, they won 20 games the first year. Um, but that year, um, the second season, I think, I think they finished, like, 28-54. and 54. But remember, they trade away Brooke Lopez. That was a rebuild year. Then his third season, actually, they went 42-40. and 40. They won 14 games more than they did the previous year. They went to the playoffs. Granted, they lost to the 76ers. The series went five. And then he steps down in 2020 because Kyrie and KD didn't want him there anymore. But – I mean, that wasn't the most talented team, and they went 42-40. and 40. They went to the playoffs. I think he's a pretty good head coach, and I think he would work well in Milwaukee. I just don't know. Maybe Nick Nurse does work in Milwaukee because he demands more from his players. I could also see him and Giannis butting heads, though. Yeah, so what I heard is that Giannis doesn't want him there. I've heard that from three people in general. Like, like just three independent people when I asked, hey, what do you think happens? Do you think Nick Nurse could get the job in Milwaukee? I heard a resounding no. I asked why, and they said 34 doesn't want him. Pascal Siakam, uh, OG Ananobi, and Gary Trent all have had negative things to say about him. Like Keith Smith said earlier, he's just one of those guys who's very, very, I don't want to say like, extremely hard on their players but like not to the point where i think it's such a vast difference than bud right he's much better x's and o's wise but he's gonna mm -hmm. bury you to the media he's going to hold you accountable to the fact like it might be worse than kenny atkinson and if you're yeah. Giannis, you probably don't want that what you had with jason kidd Yes, yes, I, and, and exactly. And Giannis, like, we've seen this with assistant coaches a couple of years ago. Like, he'll go back after them. They had to separate him. Who was it? Like, Michael, I don't remember. It was uh, Sweeney a couple of years ago. I don't remember. But um, I don't know that that would work. I do think Atkinson would work. And also what I like is, okay, so after he left Brooklyn, he had that little stint with the Clippers. But also, like, look where he's been. He was an assistant coach with the Warriors. So he was with Steve Kerr, with a championship mm -hmm. team, coaching Steph, coaching Draymond. So he knows how to coach stars. Maybe he learned from his mistakes, whatever those mistakes really even were. Because, again, like, he only lasted three seasons in Brooklyn and took a team to the playoffs. And then, you know, his star players didn't want him around anymore. Yeah, that's – I think when you look at where teams are and they don't have a head coach anymore – for one reason or the other, too hard on the players or too soft on them, whatever the case is, you kind of need to go the opposite way. I think Nick Nurse is perfect in Boston. Joe Mazzulla is the opposite of what Ime Udoka was. You talk about calling out players in the media. Kenny Atkinson's probably the less flashy name that somebody could hire, but you've had that experience now in Golden State. Was actually a great coach, you know, before Kyrie got there and everybody ran him out of town, right? I mean, Brooklyn made the playoffs when he was there. But if I'm the Boston Celtics, I'm looking around going, I got a head coach taking too much blame. I want to see 
players held accountable more because it worked with Ime Udoka. They turned that thing around when they were talking about breaking up everybody, blowing up that whole roster last season. You bet him to go win the title after that, Ryan. You were this close. Ime Udoka was a big reason why. But it, Joe Mazzula, I get that he took all of that credit, all the blame after the game. It's all me. It's all on me. It's all on me. But there's a certain point, too, where you've got to do something to get some life in these players. And I don't expect a coach to sit there and have to explain that it's an elimination game and you got to go out there and tell you what's on the line. Like, this is professional basketball players. You know what's on the line. But they need somebody that's going to hold them accountable more. And I just feel like they're walking all over Joe Missoula. Marcus Smart's in the media going like, oh, our offense is, you know, just kind of winging it at times. And he's throwing them under the bus multiple times. They need somebody that they respect because Joe Missoula may be a good head coach down the road, but he's not the guy for this job because he doesn't have that experience and clearly the respect of the players enough. Nick Nurse is going to come in and say, no, this is how it's done. I've got the ring to prove it. Tris, let me ask you a question because you're close to this. Do you think that do, do you think Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, because I don't know anything about Tatum that I thought I knew about him. Do you think they want to be coached hard? I do think that they do want to be coached hard. Yeah, Jason Tatum said that he did. I think Jalen Brown does to a degree. I think Jason Tatum really wants to be coached hard. You can tell Tatum's like one of those malleable kind of forces. And you know what uh, Marcus Smart said about Joe Missoula is he's just letting these guys play through their mistakes and he's not calling timeouts. He's not coaching them hard. He's putting the blame on himself when that's clearly not where the blame should go. It should be going on the players right now. And on top of that, Joe Missoula just hasn't been great with, with rotations. But in terms of like a player who, uh, a player who wants to be coached hard, I think Jason Tatum is. I think actually Nick Nurse is probably a great fit for Boston because yeah. they need someone to put the smack down, like, like accountability-wise uh, and like holding them to account in the media to the point where they're able to make changes. Some teams just don't jive with that. I don't think Phoenix jives with that. Uh, I don't think um, – yeah, I, I don't think Milwaukee is going to jive with that, especially with Giannis. I don't think the Warriors would jive with that. So I think, you know, Nick Nurse yeah. is a candidate – that's only going to work. And probably, I don't really know about Philly. I don't know what would the best, the best fit for a coach would be for Philly. I feel like the Embiid's never had high accountability, though. Like, he's never had anyone. He's had Brett Brown and Doc Rivers, two players coaches. Nick Nurse might be a fit for Philly, too. No, the only people so that hold him accountable are his teammates. Like, a P.J. Tucker gets on Embiid more than, his, more than Doc Rivers did, and that was the issue. So I think Nick Nurse would be a good fit, but I don't know that Embiid would accept that type of coaching. You know, even when PJ's yeah. yelling at or any of those vets are yelling at him, like, get going, man. We need something. You're the MVP of this league. He's still, like, you know, checked out at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some guys have to accept it. You've got to want it. So Scott just actually put this in our rundown here. This is from Malcolm Brogdon earlier today talking about teams – I think this is just another indictment of where they are right now. He says, Malcolm Brogdon said this earlier today. I think it's teams that have a strong identity, you know, that, that have success in the playoffs. Miami's one of those teams, one of the few teams in the league, Miami, Denver, only a few of them. They have a really strong identity. They're super committed to it. For us, our identity waned all year long. We've been trying to figure out who we are because I think we're such a great, talented scoring team, but we don't make shots, and we got to rely on our defense, and our defense isn't consistent every night. So playing a team that's consistent and disciplined, we struggle. Yes, here's the problem. They had that identity last year. They figured it out. 
and now it's gone. It's another example of why this whole situation is completely regressed for a team. That st the clock is ticking on them. They got everybody when they were young, right? Everybody was 19, 19, 19. Everybody was so young. They're not so young anymore. Yeah, man. I think uh, you have to take a hard look in the mirror and say, what is it going to take in order for this team to go back to the finals and be able to compete for a championship? Like, is it the roster? Is it the coach? Is it all of it together? Um, and, and how do you fix it? Because at this point, you had a more talented roster than you had last year, and you, you're yeah. losing to a less talented Miami Heat team. So what that tells yeah. me is that very clearly the motivation just has been waxing and waning, and they've just been, like Malcolm Brogdon said, essentially if we can outscore you and we can hit shots, like that's when we win games. But we've pr pretty much struggled the entire playoffs against worse teams like the Atlanta Hawks. Have you guys changed your mind? Like last week, remember, we were like, what would be the best job? And I think we all agreed, obviously, we would choose Milwaukee over Philadelphia. But we all expected Boston to at least make this a series, if not get to the NBA Finals. And they committed to yeah. Joe Missoula. If that job opens up, I would argue that I think that's the sexier job. I would rather coach the Celtics if they're able to keep Jalen Brown despite these struggles. Because sure, in Milwaukee, you have Giannis. But what are you getting out of Chris Middleton? He was on a minutes restriction all season long. He's going to opt in, make all that money. And then you have, you know, I like Drew, but Brooke Lopez is getting a little bit older. I still think Boston has the more talented and younger roster. Would you agree with that, though? Yeah, I, I think that Boston's probably the better job. But you also okay. have to say, okay, is this a job where – how much job security am I going to have? Right? Like, you know what the expectations are. I think coaching a young team and being like Will Hardy is an, an excellent – opportunity for a young coach it also depends on you know where you're at in your coaching life cycle mm -hmm. right if you're a young coach like Jordy Fernandez like maybe you want to go to a better spot like like a younger spot like Detroit uh Ime Udoka is interesting because he took over Houston which is a young team and he got a long-term contract it's like yeah Boston's probably the best spot and you're they already have three coaches that are going to be under contract maybe four right you've got Brad Stevens you've got Ime Udoka You've got Joe Missoula. All of them are under getting paid right now as coaches. All, all three. Now you get a fourth. I forget one. about you that. Got four coaches, four <laughs> under contract as a head coach. That's insanity. The Celtics are the closest team, though, where you feel like they're a coach away. I mean, there's yeah. certainly things they need to work, fix this offseason. But, like, Phoenix has a lot of depth issues they're going to have to work on. Toronto may be in a complete rebuild. Milwaukee, Chris Middleton is a question mark. I mean, they're aging out a little bit. Are they going to have to at least retool the roster? I don't, other than the Celtics, can you guys think of any other team where you look at and say they're a coach away? I think the Celtics are probably the closest one to that. Maybe Milwaukee. Yeah, because I think the Bucks. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I agree with you, Trista. I just want to see what they do with that roster. I love what Giannis is doing again this offseason, too is he's putting the pressure on the front office without putting the pressure on the front office. Even if it's a viral social media clip and bring up the Warriors. But, woo. So, yeah, I would, I would. So, just with that, an 18-4 to run, the Nuggets were within one. <laughs> now the Lakers are up three. Here we go. Here we go. It's BetMGM tonight.